Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sunny Podcast. Today I'm joined by amazing students all the way from Huashi, Central China University here in Wuhan. Um, they introduced themselves. We're going to have a discussion on a wide range of topics. So I'll start with my brother here. And it will go like that. Thank you very much, Jesse, for having me today. My name is Ibrahim Ambari. I'm from the Gambia. Um, I came to China in 2016 and uh, I did my language in Shanghai for one year then from there I came to Hawaii. So I did my bachelor here and then now I'm doing my, my master's. Thank you for having me. Okay, welcome Barry. Nadia. Hi, my name is Nadia. Uh, this year I graduated from PhD, like from my doctoral. And now I'm PhD in international politics. So right now I'm doing the language program. I do everything in the backwards, <laughs> not, not, not like normal people. Yeah, and I'm from Russia. And thank you very much for having me here. Thank you. Welcome, uh, Fatima. Hello, Assalamu alaikum. I'm Fatima from Jordan, origin from uh, Palestine. Uh, I have been in Huasha since 2015. I had my bachelor degree in here and then I graduated in 2020. After that, I came back home for Corona issues <laughs> and then I'm here back again for my master's degree. Okay. Mm, thank you for having us. Amazing, amazing. So I'm surrounded by people who are land. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, first question first. Um, since you guys have been in China for a specific duration of time, what has it been living in China? I'll start with Barry, as a student. Hmm, it has been amazing. Um, China is an amazing country in terms of technology, in terms of the culture. I love the life here. I think the life here as a student, um, I've been living a good life in China. And uh, I can simply say the life here is, is good. Okay, Nadia, you're taking life in China as a foreign student. Well, I came to China when I was older than most of the students here, I guess, because I came here after my third master, <laughs> after some time that I was working in Russia. So I came here, I was like around, what, 29, I guess, already. So... But still, like, I can see the difference between young people who are coming here and, and older people who are coming here. But still, overall, like, all together, life is good. Being a student in China is good. You feel more protected, less stress, less issues. Like, it's good. Okay. Uh, Fatma, your take? So, here, being in China as a student, well, it's an, for me, it's an interesting thing. Since, like, you feel like the whole world is is gathering in china so you're not only like you're being a, a foreigner student in here and one of the nice things is here that you are being with foreign students so i love being a student here in china and it's super well for me okay yeah that's that's nice to know um so another question i think i'll start with nadia on this one uh if you know, of recent, many students are coming to China all over the world. Why do you think so? Why is China becoming that student magnet? Oh, it's not recently. It was always like this. And it's, it actually, it depends on China. Actually. Like, I know that there are a lot of people who want to come to China. But here, like, 
unlike some other countries, we need to remember that China represents this type of country who defines, like the China defines their own policy on who is coming in, who is not coming in and everything. So China throughout the time, like throughout the history, China had different, like different ways, different, different waves, let's say, because um, there were times when China was opening for all the countries and for all welcoming all the foreign students coming like to China and everything. And it was called like a policy of open doors and everything. Now we see that the situation changed a little bit, not a little bit, I mean, <laughs> like the situation, the situation changed. Now China doesn't have the same policy anymore. Like we see this, all these problems that people has to have to overcome coming to China. And we see that because of that open policy, people were coming to China, they were having good time here, they were earning easy money, they were like being treated here differently. <clears throat> they could have different opportunities that they maybe could not have in their countries. So now they think that China is still the same and it's still easy to get money, it's still easy to get here, it's still easy to get opportunities and everything. So they want to come here for those pre-COVID times because they still think that it's still the same, but they will be surprised <laughs> when they come here that China is so different now. So, yeah, I think so. People want to come here still because they remember that China that so they true. saw, that they maybe visited before, or so that. True. Yeah, and, and now they will be surprised. It's a different China. It is different China. Wow. Because so I came here before coronavirus, I stayed here for all the coronavirus time, and now, like, I still cannot say that it's like after coronavirus time because we're still in this yeah. mess. So like I saw the changes okay. and I can say it's different China. Wow. Uh, Fatma, your take on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, like the last part she was saying regarding to like a different China. Uh, honestly, it is a different place, especially like let's say uh, here in Wuhan, like I feel myself like the same place I have been living here for, for around five years before and it's not the same at all and but but still like students are still coming back because you know being as a student to have offline classes it's much way better to have online classes especially for people who are students who are like studying the language itself so it's a different to study a language in its atmosphere while you just study back home and then you finish the class and then you're again speaking your mother tongue language. So it's like there's a very big differentiation to it. And regards to why people like from before are coming to China, China is is like developing very quickly and is showing other uh, like worldwide places that their development is going uh, so fast, is going so high and like China is, is being a place open to the whole world. So for me as a student, coming to China is a like pleasure for me to come in here and study. Okay, yeah. that's nice to know. Um, Mr. Barry, um, you know, as a, as a student in China, there are challenges you face. But I remember coming here, one of the advices I had was never fall sick. 
and the reason why it's 7406 is because it's expensive but at the beginning of every semester we pay 800 for insurance yeah so i want your take on the insurance system because i've been a victim i wouldn't say <laughs> a victim in that case that i was sick i was stranded mm. i needed help i thought the insurance would cover for it but there was a lot of policy 15 percent above 650 daily limit and that and that so i want you to give me an insight on the insurance and how it works here hmm. so i think first of all you have to know like if you want to claim for the insurance or you want to know how the insurance worked um it's very important every year students pay 800 rmb it doesn't matter like you are a self-supporting student or you are a scholarship student you pay insurance every year so it's very important like you know the policies guiding the insurance um this insurance thing that you are paying um so i advise like everybody <clears throat> because when you pay insurance there's a risk for it um and there's many important things on the receipt but many students they don't um they don't take this receipt like you you can ask if you paid by yourself you can download it by yourself or if you don't know the office can help you to download it, the international office can help you download this receipt and, and there are many important information on that receipt so you can read very well the policies guiding this insurance and uh first of first of all um you have to know the type of patient that you are you say you've fallen victim but like you don't know exactly why they are not re refunding your money why they are not returning your money you know yeah um i understand this thing but um, first of all like the insurance company um uh, classify us into two patients like one is the outpatient the other one is is the inpatient so probably in your own case mm -hmm. it was under the outpatient right you mm -hmm. just went to, went to the hospital uh, to seek for a medical attention attention right so in that case um the insurance company you can only claim 600 per day it doesn't it doesn't matter the amount you spend and in that 600 if so that's me that um this, so to claim for insurance let me start from there to claim for insurance you must at least spend more something more than 650 because according one of their policies is um it doesn't matter the amount you spend they must detox 650 rmb from it so that's mean if your insurance money that you are claiming is not up to 650 then you are not qualified to to claim for the insurance so for example like you go to the hospital in different days in the first day you spend 1000 the second day you spend maybe 1500 the third day you spend maybe 500 so the day that you spend 1000 they're gonna only calculate 600 the second day you spend 1500 still they're gonna they're gonna um calculate 600 and the third day you spend 500 that one they're gonna calculate everything because it's not up to 600 so if you add everything that um that money and remove 650 rmb then they're gonna refund 85 percent of it of that money i don't know whether you can you, you yeah, understand yeah, the yeah i understand yeah, the math yeah. there i understand so it doesn't yeah. matter like in the on the same day yeah. it doesn't matter mm. like how much you spend mm. they're gonna only calculate 600 Okay, I just have one question. Mm. How come students are not told all these mathematics behind it? <laughs> so um, that's one. 
That's well, why I say it is in the in the, in, in welcome the the exactly your yes. welcome pockets. Yeah. Student, I I exactly. Like we don't I find so much attention. I find something oh. like <laughs> students, like students, most of the students, like they they, they give them these documents, but they they never find like time to to properly read these documents and especially the insult and all the important documents because when new students comes, we give them a file. So most of most of the students they just go and keep them like that. They don't check like um what are the important what what documents are inside there. The one of the most important is the insurance. All the rules guiding the insurance is there, and that mathematical formula that the insurance company use is there. But so just, we don't read them. We don't read yeah. them. So yes. that's the problem. Mm. So I advise I advise it. students like even even though the office didn't give you any 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 booklet or anything about insurance you can go to the web their website their website is both in chinese and english you can just click on the um the mm-hmm. english part and then read everything read their policies and and see how to claim your insurance and you know even if you want to some some people they think they can only claim insurance through the office so just go to the office no you can claim the insurance by yourself it's just because we don't know so just um read their policies know the documents they required then claim it by yourself you don't even have to wait for the office the office telling you okay today is saturday today is um maybe next week you come wasting a lot of time right and you need your money back do it by yourself okay. know the documents that they need yeah. send it to them directly the address is there their phone number is there it is actually a very rare case when the when students here really need this big reform because like one of the requirements to come to china to study is a good health that's what chinese government is requiring right so we all do this foreign examination be- form before coming here so we all know what it is logically to go to another country knowing that your health is like in a good condition, right? So if even if you get cold here or some mild infections or something and you go to the hospital for something not very serious issues, then it will not get you that it will not cost you that much money. Like it will be like what 500 or 5 kwai for to see the doctor, maybe 20 kwai for this medicine and everything. So you will not claim this money because it will be like less than maybe 100. But Sometimes, if something more serious is happening, it appears that students didn't read the insurance policy, they, they are not prepared for this, they don't know how to manage all this stuff, they don't know that they need to get the receipt, they don't know how to claim it back. So, I don't know, I think it is important to be responsible for your own like, well-being here, because you cannot expect that everybody will be like coming for you and say, you know, this, do this, do that, do that. Because, yeah, well, life is life. Yeah, uh, but then I have a question. If, I remember I see Barry before. If I get an accident on the road mm. and I got the hospital, they have to confirm that I've got an accident. Yeah. Now imagine all that time. I don't have money. I'm, I'm bleeding to death. But I still have to confirm I need that I've got an accident, which is mm. visible. No, are. like in in that case is emergency. That one when you go. Okay, let's imagine I've broken my knee. Mm. Mm. In a motorbike so, accident. <coughs> so you can you go to the hospital by yourself? No, obviously someone. Will so that you. that one it will be like um it it will be treated as a uh, inpatient because when you go to the hospital, 
I I I believe you're gonna spend it, you're gonna be hospitalized, or you mean you are not going to be hospitalized. I'm not sure. In the case you are going to be hospitalized, then in that case, um maybe your friend or your or the school can call the insurance company and then they can make their arrangement for you. That one you're gonna pay. But then in case you are treated as an outpatient, that means you need a report to prove that you actually you actually have a accident. And we pay only like eight hundred for the whole year. It's like a basic level. You cannot expect this mm-hmm. this type of insurance to cover everything. It it it's it's not like it's not going to cover all your cases. Of course it will be like individually if if it's an accident or serious illness or something. Uh, but you cannot expect that you pay one year like you pay eight hundred for the whole year and, and then you're fully covered and you're okay. No, of course. going to the hospital I'm doing my best just to take care of myself as much as I can because you know it's just it's a hospital and you're like so much far away from your home you'll be like this I guess the hospital is the only the most place that it might let you feel like you are being lonely though you have too many friends but you will be feeling like oh my god I truly miss home I truly need my family I truly need someone being by my side so honestly speaking for me because of this kind of too many emotions that will be suddenly getting out of myself i truly avoid being in hospital but as an insurance issue i guess like even if you don't know like the office will be like uh, they will be very helpful and they will let us know but it is our problem that we did not ask that is why like me and Dion did not read that insurance <laughs> like she read it before he's an office guy so he knows these things so we have to go back and, and read, it. read it very carefully and you also need to remember that there will be yes. in the hospital you will be like tired trying to explain oh, why, what so actually true. happened to you they were tired trying and suffering trying to explain what they are going to do to you and everything yeah. and one big what, what is the biggest issues for me here with hospitals is that chinese medical practice and chinese medicine is very different from russian one and chinese medicine is very light they love making it like in a light way you know like all this uh, for example uh for all these four years i never i've never been to the hospital with anything serious and then this year in summer i went to another city and i got sick and i don't know what it was but uh, like for a couple of days my fever i had a really high fever so in russia and i know like I know my body, I know how it works for me, and I know how it works in Russia for me. So in Russia, they will give me antibiotics mm-hmm. because the fever is too high. It means that my body cannot like deal with it. So they will give me antibiotics. So we went to the hospital there, and I was talking to them, and, and they were giving me herbs yeah, and vitamins. And I was like, it will not work. 
I, like I'm suffering. <laughs> My fever is like thirty nine, around forty. So it is a lot. <laughs> it means that the body is not like it cannot deal with it. So give me antibiotics. And and all the Chinese doctors were telling me, no, it is very bad. You need to drink <laughs> a lot of water, <laughs> hot water, and you need to sleep. You need to like you know just just get some rest. So it took me like three foreign friends and, and three more Chinese friends to explain to them that okay herbs are not working for me because uh, like my Russian body is functioning differently yeah. so yeah you need to well, the key point here first please read all the documents that the office give you <laughs> and second just take care of yourself do your best to take care of yourself and not to go to the hospital like because like it, it will bring you a lot more additional problems than just pay or return your money. That's it. Okay. Very your final words on that. <laughs> yeah, like I just advise students to read more about the insurance policies. Yeah. Um yeah, because you cannot be like you're paying eight hundred every year and then you you don't know where these eight hundred is what is the use of the eight hundred, you know. Um, I advise everybody to read the insurance policy. Yeah. <laughs> and <don't... laughs> yeah, and take care of yourself. But we all get sick here and there. Huh? Yeah, of course, but it's not like we are getting sick and we really need medical help. Sometimes yeah. we just need a friend or, or hot water, hot water or, yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> bring some medicine from yeah. your home. Yeah. yeah, bring medicine from home. You yeah. know yourself, so it's okay. But it's hard to bring medicine, especially if you're using DHO or something. So how do you bring medicine? When you're coming here, you bring medicine. Okay, for someone who has not gone back home. Well, there are always people who can yeah. help with it. There are your countrymen who are coming. There, there are groups in WeChat with your countrymen's countrymates, and you can talk to them and, and say, hey, is there somebody coming or going or something? Can somebody bring me medicine or something? So it's okay. There's always a way. If you want to find a way, you can find a way. Yeah, <laughs> just don't get sick. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. best way. This is the point. Yeah. Okay. Um. The second segment. Uh. I'll talk about the social media part of our lives. You know, we're all connected on the internet and everything. So, I want to ask. Um. I think I I assume we're all on social media in one way or another. Um. Do you think it is good? Has it? Is it think it's good to our generation? Are there? Do the benefits outweigh the disadvantages? As you know, being in a connected world where we can just talk and share information freely, to years back where it wasn't there, do you think it has done more good than harm at that party? The first, like uh, the first, letter I should say that our life was better without social media. I guess, yeah. Really? Yeah, our life was, like, it was, for me, as me as a person, like, our life was also happier without social media. But at the same time, I cannot say that social media is not good. Social media, it's still, like, it's still a, a good thing. I don't know you exactly if you mean by social media with Facebook, Instagram, yeah, Facebook and these Instagram, things. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, the, like these things it has its disadvantages and it has its advantages but for me I think its disadvantages are more 
because now uh, we we are becoming or we reached a level that we are in somehow people are getting more addictive to these platforms they are not only taking good use of social media or these platforms but things is like also is affecting on themselves uh, like we have back home too many people who are becoming uh, as we call them uh, influencers like they are uh, it's not a must that they are truly influencing on people but because they are having big number of followers so they are being called as influencers but their content it's not a must that it's influencing on their people like it's influencing on people it's just a content that uh maybe some of them it might be having a silly like silly content uh some of them it might be having other very useful content that is like and somehow like social media is an advantage it has its advantages because it can let us learn more know more uh as well as it can keep us in contact with our friends but it's still having too many disadvantages because people are too much relying on social media they are just putting their personal lives in public and these things so i guess and somehow social media is changing like making our lives to get going uh, on another not very good side mm -hmm. so for me as me as a person my life was so much better without social media but i wish I, I, I can be living without social media, but you still you can't because all of your friends are on social media. Every person is on social media. Oh, let me add you on Instagram, let me add you on Facebook, Snapchat, blah, blah, blah. Do you have a platform? Let's chat. Let's do this and that. I'm going to send you my daily life, daily things. So social media is now is nice in somehow and it's not nice in somehow. So, yeah, this is social media for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then, Nadia, what's your take? I cannot say that, like, social media and internet is absolutely good or absolutely bad. I think it's, like, is a phenomenon itself. It is neutral. It depends on how we use it. Because, like, for example, some drugs are using, like, like in the medicine, yeah, to, like, Morphe was discovered as a painkiller, pain relief, like anesthesia. But then people started overusing it and they become drug addicted. It doesn't mean that Morphe by itself is good or bad. It's the way how you're using it because medicine is still using it. So, so it's the same for me. Internet, I, of course, I have some social media. Most of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I only have them on uh, purpose. Like, it's not like, I'm not checking it every day. I'm not, I'm not addicted to it. I could, like, oh my God, I cannot live with, without it. Or, oh my God, I cannot start eating if I don't take picture and, and put it on my Instagram. No. Like, I have some uh, different social media only because I have now, I have friends from different countries who have different access to different social media. So to, to keep in touch with people who I want to keep in touch, of course I have to use some, like with someone we are using WhatsApp because it's more convenient with some of them we are using Instagram, it's more convenient. And, but if you take my phone for, for or, or I don't know, like for example in Russia now, people don't have access to Instagram or to 
some of the social media because of what's going on. And, well, it's not bothering me. It's okay, I can live without that. I'm using internet and social media for different purposes. I, I love that it gives us an opportunity to get the information that we could not get before. For example, like books or libraries or movies or something. It is convenient. But now I think nowadays, this is a very powerful instrument for influencing people, mm. as Fatima said. And this is mostly bad, I would say. <laughs> because now, um, I think it mostly used to shape the convenient point of view for mass. Like, and, and that is bad. That is absolutely bad for me. Because most of people, unfortunately, with all this amount of information that is coming from everywhere, they already don't know how to have this critical mind, how to divide which is right, which is wrong, what is the real information, what is fake. And now the technologies are so like developed that it can be like before, for example, when it was only like Photoshop and everything, we all knew that, okay, you cannot trust pictures because they can be Photoshopped, but you can trust video because nobody can adjust video. Now people can adjust <laughs> video already yeah. and, and you can see the video and, and you will be doing crazy things <laughs> and you were never doing it. <laughs> so now you know that you cannot trust anything. Uh, video, photo, any information, like it, it can be fake or or what or it can be true and you still like oh my god. So yeah, I think it's about how you use it actually. Very okay. Yeah, like as Nadia said, like it depends on how you use it. But for me I I think like personally, um it does more good than harm. Mm. Especially in terms of communication. Imagine staying in China, sending letters back home. <laughs> it will take maybe three to four months before letters will get get home, right? And then the post office will be gone. <laughs> 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 today, you just go to the post office and say, today is weekend. Sorry, come on Monday. You see? So I think in terms of um, communication, um, it's really good. And... Uh, and uh, in terms of research also, like today in this world, everything is in Google. I, I can say most of the things are in Google, you know. Anything that you want, or even if you cannot spell it or don't know the meaning of a word, you just go to Google. What is, Google, what is this? And Google will tell you, you know. Yeah. So I think, like, it's really good. Of course, it has many disadvantages. Like, as I say, everything is in Google. And so small kids can stupid. just go and yeah. <coughs> can't say anything they want, <laughs> which is like, not good so but like generally i think social media it's okay mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay um i want to ask you guys a question at what age would you want your child to start joining social media yeah, what, like by social media I mean, what platforms you okay i'm using exactly. okay okay let's remove google let's remove youtube my okay. child right. is not going we'll, to we'll get phone or or, or What's internet it? or something till he's 35 i'm kidding well, well of course as i mean if you 
if you take all these people who are actually developing social media and Bill Gates and, and all these people who are there and who, who, who are like building all these systems and everything, you will see that they are not giving phones to their children mm -hmm. in a very early age. And they are not giving them access to what they are building <laughs> in a very early age because they know what, what is there. They they know that that there is there is no like there are no limits and of course when well now I think it's it is also a big problem that children are being exposed to a lot of things they that they should not know when they are children and they are being exposed to these things too early. I didn't have internet until I guess I was fourteen. Or thirteen or something, and so like when when I got my phone, my first phone, and when I got my first computer, uh, like I I was not using it to Google inappropriate stuff <laughs> or something. I was using it like my parents explained to me that okay, this computer, this internet will help you to study. So for me, it was, oh my God, finally, I can stop writing reports for my school. I can start like typing. Mm -hmm. It was so cool. And, and oh my God, the internet gives me this chance to find the information about everything I want. Like I don't need to go to the library for a book. I can just like type the book that I need. And, and that was the main purpose for me. I didn't even know that you can Google someone naked body or naked picture there <laughs> why i didn't know that <laughs> i wasted so much time <laughs> so no i think i think it depends on what well, the first and and the most important of course children should not see some things when they are still children and then i think parents should decide like how they are introducing this world to the child and how to like all this well you see it's complicated i am I cannot manage my life. <laughs> uh, it's difficult for me to think about children. Yeah. Okay, Fatima. Yeah, I also agree with Nadia about the thing that the family, the parents especially, that like they should be deciding about these social media issues. And I guess uh, but sometimes I feel like uh, it doesn't matter how parents are trying to control their children for not doing this there are still their like surrounded friends are doing this so and somehow uh, they cannot be able to control it but at the same time at least at their home like they can control this issue like I'm saying this as an example of my like sisters my brothers like family cases is, is happening now uh, they are not buying their, their children phones, iPads, and these things, but they reach to a level that their children, they keep on saying, Mom, I want this. Mom, I want that. Dad, I want this. I want that. My friend has this. I want an Apple Watch. I want an iPhone, blah, blah, blah. You know, these, they just keep on nagging on their, on their parents. And, like, they have to do nothing but to buy them these things. But they are controlling they're like they're they are controlling the time that they, they they are using it for me like as me as a person the first time i had a phone is was on my first year of the university which means like on maybe 2014 like because i'm like 96 
1996 so like the first time I had the phone was on my first year of university and I think like my family made this choice it was a very nice choice so for me I'm gonna do the same with my children the more I can delay social media for them and their lives like the more I can do it I will be doing it until I will have children inshallah <laughs> yeah very you take with that yeah um, for me, I think I'm gonna be an open that. I, <laughs> I know I'm, he's I'm, gonna I'm not, say that. I'm not gonna <laughs> hey, son, this is important. <laughs> the quality is very good here. <laughs> but, but to be honest, the most important thing is the education. How you educate your children, mm-hmm. you know. Um, if you educate them well, you show them like communicate. I think communication is very important. Communicate with them. Tell them. What is good and what is bad? Educate them well. Mm. Educate them how to use the internet. You know, I think if you educate them well, mm. they're not gonna have that problem. Yeah, we all need to accept the fact that they will see what they don't need, <laughs> like what what they are not exactly. supposed to see. Exactly. We all saw this when we were children. We all saw what we are not supposed to see. We all were sharing it, yeah, and yeah. in our childhood, the internet was not so developed, yeah. mm. so it was more difficult but we all saw what we should not see yeah. but i think the most important thing is yeah how you explain to the child yeah. what why and when because if you just say oh the internet is bad don't go mm-hmm. there exactly. mm-hmm. it will don't be the first thing <laughs> it will be yeah. the first thing that yeah. they will do yeah so yeah curiosity will kill them yeah, somehow. exactly mm. okay uh my last question on technology is a nice question but they trick you one. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> We've been in China, and if you look at China, it has that that type of internet that is China internet. You know, it's, it's the way it cut off itself from the outside world. You know, they they have almost a replica for everything. Google, Baidu, Facebook, you have Vishin, Twitter, you have Weibo, and information is censored by the government. And then you have maybe like a country like the US or the Western world or from where we are from, where it's just free. Like, you know, we just accept everything. What country is free? Okay, okay. Some are free. I know countries where 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 they have no restrictions on the internet. Like that what they say. Kinda, I think that's um, what they say. You can <laughs> Okay, they have no restrictions on the internet. Like all sites are available. And maybe the ones that are blacklisted are those that are doing drugs and maybe criminals. Those are the ones maybe they'll shut down, but the rest are accessible. So my question is, I, th- do you, I think maybe you've kind of experienced both worlds, kind of, kind of. So which one is better? I personally will go for the China one. Shut <laughs> back. Um, to me, I, I think all of them are great. Because like, um, in, in, in terms of education, we need the Western, Western social, social medias. So we cannot depend everything on Baidu, where maybe everything is in Chinese. Some of us, our Chinese is not that great. So I think we, we need the Western social medias as well. I think they are all great. Um, but sometimes like, um, I respect to the fact that they make some restrictions. As we were talking about um, 
the disadvantages of the internet. So I don't think China they have that problem because if you go to Baidu, you type, you know, some websites, you cannot, you you are not gonna find them. So in that case, you're not even going to like tell your worry about you about your kids. Okay, they're gonna find them in the internet something bad or something. No, because everything that um, they think is it is it, it, harmful for for the kids or or the people in general are restricted you cannot get access to them so i think it makes the work of the parents and the work of the government is so you prefer the censorship one um I, I i cannot say i prefer because if if i say i prefer then i will not have a v, use a vpn <laughs> you know so um to me I would have love if I can access like Facebook freely, YouTube freely, Google freely, of course. Maybe you use a VPN because you're exposed to Facebook and where, before you came to China. Of course. Um, I was not born in China, so of course I, I was exposed in all these things. And if I don't use them, it's like there's something missing in my life. You know? And I need a VPN even to communicate with my parents because they don't use WeChat. It's just recently that I introduced them to WeChat, but then, like maybe many people don't know about WeChat, WeChat you know? So we need WhatsApp, we need Facebook Messenger to communicate with our parents, with our family members and loved ones back home. So like if, if at all I can access WhatsApp freely, internet will be even better. You know, sometimes you use the free VPN, you'll be connecting, disconnecting. It's still annoying, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nadia, you take it though. Well, I came from Russia. <laughs> so we also have replicas of, like, we're not using Google, but we are using Google. We're very using, because, like, but we have our own, like, search engines and, and our own kind of Facebook and everything. And it's good. Because, like, it helps you, it helps the government and the country to build the, uh, like, media and build the atmosphere to maintain your identity, your cultural identity, I guess. Because, like, Facebook and, uh, you know, Instagram and all this, it's, like, worldwide thing. So, all people from different countries are there and different content is there. So, and, and of course, I think, every like, you take WeChat, for example, you take some Russian media, like Russian, Russian, and you can see that it's like, okay, this is Russian culture media. Mm-hmm. This is like Chinese culture media. And there will be content, content, like according to your mentality that you get used to. What, when it comes to some restrictions, I also like it because like in some of, like in Russian search engine, you also cannot, it, it's almost like Baidu. You will type something like blood, horror movies or something and it will tell you there is no results like we cannot find it because this content is restricted because like well it it helps you to be less worried maybe about children or you know because they cannot find something like this as a grown-ups you always know the way how to (laughs) pass the restrictions you can use vpn you can use all these things so for you it's no problem you want to watch a horror movie well there you watch a horror movie but why why everybody has to have access to that so i prefer that when social media and internet just 
was developing and everything, it gave people the feeling that they can hide their identity. They can put fake names, they can put fake pictures, and they can say bad things, and they can do bad things, and nobody will ever find them. So now, with the time when, when there were a lot of problems and issues with this, now when government started to control the internet and everything, I think it's better, because I prefer to be safe than sorry, you know? <laughs> so it's okay, you should know, every person should know. If you go to the social media, if you go to the internet, then you should take responsibility for what you're like transferring there, for what you're putting there. And you should not be like, you should not thinking, be thinking that, oh, it's okay, nobody will ever find me, so I will be, I don't know, something. So yeah, I prefer the Chinese, I cannot even say that it's Chinese model, it's like, I prefer this controlled More social more media, yeah, yeah, and controlled internet, yeah, I prefer this. I want to ask, so when you go online and you see a Russian uh, search engine and you see Russian content, does that make you more patriotic compared to us who are just seeing American, American, everything well? No, just I'm using different search engines because I know what I can find. depends on the information that I need to uh, find. And I know for sure that every search engine will push their agenda. Mm. So, because there are no such thing as a like independent media or independent point of view. There is no such thing like in media for me. Because everybody will be like pushing their own agenda. So if you go to Google, especially now with what is happening, if you go to Google, you put everything Russia related, there will be <laughs> there will be different Russia. I don't know this country. Like I, I spend the whole life in my country. I don't know the country they are talking about because they are saying horrible things that is like like we are like people are like in hunger there, there are no food, no, no nothing. And, and, and at the same time, there will be bears walking in the street. And at the same time, we will be killing children and eating them or something. They, they can say insane things. I go to Russian media. Of course, some of them will be like too sweet. Like, oh my God, Russia is the best country in the world. So there is no such thing as like middle ground, of course. But it depends on what, what information you like you are looking for and so yeah when I go to my Russian search engine like I know that I will find their nice Russian movies and it will be free access for me or something like this but I don't know patriotic I don't need anything to feel more patriotic I love my country <laughs> so it's okay <laughs> okay now Fatma your take on well I have, don't have too much to say about this thing. Uh -huh. Yeah, restrictions are restrictions, like free things are free things. I can somehow, for me, by doing Chinese is easy to access for too many Chinese things I need. Since like my majors, it's all about Chinese, you know. And for other languages, I will be using other searching engines. So yeah, it's it just depends on what I need and I would go for. Yeah, so this is the point.
Baidu is nice for me in Chinese, but not in any other things, <laughs> any other languages. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because like my mother tongue is Arabic. I can't find any Arabian, like any Arabic things related to like in Arabic language and Baidu on Baidu. Maybe I'll be finding things in English, but I'm sure that I will not be finding anything in Arabic, so it won't be helpful for me. But in Chinese, is perfectly perfect. Okay. Yeah. Nice to know. Okay, on our last segment, uh, before it's you just uh, said your last segment. No, 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 the outro, outro last. Uh-huh. Uh, it's uh, mental health. It's because um, of recent, there have been a spikes in people who are getting depressed, and you know, and all that. The lockdowns across the world have made it worse, and you know. And there's a lot of mental health talk. Everyone is becoming a mental health advocate almost everywhere that I see. So my take is, um, why do you think is now spiking? One, the cases of mental health. And two, um, do you think people are getting enough help? I'll start with Nadia. Oh, it's very interesting that you're starting with me on the mental health issues. (laughs) 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 Well, you know, I don't know. Is it because I'm Russian or something? But um, for me, I think when in 21st century uh, it was it, it it became very modern and fashionable to talk about mental issues and oh my god depression and everything. And then there was like a, uh, there were a lot of researches about like depression. And then there were a lot of psychologists who were like pushing their uh, I don't know microphones or or this is my method to get rid of the depression and and all this so I think that a lot of people now are confusing their actual mental health issues and them being incapable of taking responsibility of their lives because if you just feel down and sad and and you don't want to do anything and you feel lazy it doesn't mean that you have depression <laughs> and it doesn't ma- doesn't mean that you have mental health issues and maybe you're just lazy ass and you don't want to do anything <laughs> and that's it so the answer might be very simple when we um like i spent all the funny part with coronavirus <laughs> when it started i spent here and I've been locked down, not this kind of nice lockdown when mm-hmm. we are walking around and eating ice cream and everything. Not this kind of lockdown. It was the real lockdown when you cannot go out of your room. And in my case, because I was like suspected to have coronavirus, I spent the most part of lockdown in the quarantine hotel where I couldn't go out of my room. And and they transferred me there after, like, from uh, dormitory, I went to the hospital. And from hospital, I went to the hotel. They didn't let me go back to the dormitory to pack. So the same clothes and one mobile phone <laughs> like this have <laughs> been transferred to the hotel. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. And they spent there, like, 30 days without, like, getting access to the 
Yes, with one clone, with the wow. same clothes, with the one phone crazy. and everything, they said, well, sorry, you're suspected. And it was the first time, the first wave, they were still very scared about coronavirus. And, you know, I cannot say that I have, oh my God, I have mental health issues now, and I was so depressed. No, I was not depressed. Oh, I was okay. Of course, I was shocked for a few days because, oh my God, I have like one t-shirt. What am I going to do? And then it's okay then okay i have wi-fi i can talk to my friends like i can use social media which is good <laughs> and, and then i can sleep <laughs> they they bring food so it was okay i knew that but okay well it's, it's, this it is difficult sometimes it's bored but it's not like oh my god i need a psychological help please help me no if you feel so fragile, if you feel so gentle, if you cannot deal with problems, well, I don't know, stay home with your family in a like very friendly environment <laughs> where you feel confident, where you can get help if you want. But if you go out of your comfort zone, be prepared, especially nowadays. When, okay, today is pandemic, tomorrow is something else, mm -hmm. then there is war, there is something. Be prepared. Mm -hmm. You're a man. Well, well, come on, man up. <laughs> so I don't like all these talks about, like, oh, of course, I'm not saying that there is no such thing as depression or mental health issues. Mm -hmm. Of course, there is. The first year when I came here, there was a suicide. Mm -hmm. and and there was a spike in suicides i know that among students who were like to that it was too much for them lockdown and and all these issues okay but it it also doesn't mean that every person now who feels sad is depressed and he needs help or she needs help no sometimes it's okay sometimes being sad is okay you're just no 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 go with ice cream yeah i i'm not i'm not an expert on mental health health but then i think um people are not like paying too much attention on mental health but um i think it is affecting people you know um, we have a saying that the people in the hospital are not regarded as really sick the real sick people sick people are working on the street these are people with mental health mad people like some people some people are mad they are on the street um but nobody care about them this 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 is a mental mental health issue you know so what what about like in in china i think it's very rare to see a mad person on the street sitting on the street but this is a common thing in my country like you go to the street you see mad mad people on the street there or living somewhere you know in the place where i say oh this is a mad. so they are actually from families and uh i don't know like some but they don't know their families or what happened but i think um even if somebody's not your family member the government, if it is, I don't know, it should be the responsibility of the community or the responsibility of the government to take care of these people. Um, and the other thing is like, I think mental health issues should be addressed from from the grassroots. That's that's from schools, 
there are there are supposed to be a specific subjects or topics regarding the mental uh, mental health because I think it's important. I don't have too much to talk yeah, about this thing. Yeah, okay. because I I I don't know too much yeah, about yeah. this. Yeah. yeah, but for me as a person, like I'm always happy. Alhamdulillah. Like every day, sisi haha. Like as Chinese people, they say, just on laughing, smiling. <laughs> like life goes on, you know. It's just if a bad thing happened, yeah. so what? I just can't pass it. So just go for the next one. Uh. Like uh, things happen, so we just need to. We are already away from our home, mm. so we just we can only count on ourselves. So we should be as strong as as we can. So yeah, this is all for me about this thing. I don't know because too much about it. I like your spirit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, we've come at the end. Um, so briefly, I just wanted to say something good about your countries of origin. Uh, I'll start with Barry, Nadia, Fatma, then we close. <laughs> you will have a lot of material to <laughs> Um, I think there are many, many, many good things to talk about my country. But I'll just pick like one or two things. Um, one of the things is like the culture in my country. Um, I think I find I find it so interesting. And uh and uh and, uh, it's so interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I find it so interesting because, like, for I will give you for an example. Like we have a saying in my local language that um, "kaileka firekla am," which means like, "Come and eat." Only exists here. I know it happens in other countries, but then I can only talk for my country. You know, for example, like in my country, people will be eating. And then somebody on the street, even you don't know the guy, say, hey, bro, come, let's eat. And then the guy will just come, eat, and then go. So these are not common things that I see um, in China, like, you know? So, but these are real things happening in my country, like, um, and I find it so interesting. And uh, I find it to be something really good. And uh, the other thing is like, the joking relationship that we have um, among ethnic groups. Like in my country, we have about seven to nine ethnic groups, I think. And uh, we have these joking relationships. For example, I belong to the tribe, Fuller tribe. And uh, another tribe is, is called the Serer. We have the, this joking relationship between the Serer and the Jola. So you will see that if we are living in the same community, it's hard to find like a serial fighting with a fuller. Because we have that joking relationship that they are like your cousins. They are like your uncle's um, son, something like that. Because in my country, your uncle's son can do anything to you, but you cannot fight them. Mm. Yeah, this is like a culture in my country. So they, they, we refer to this serial or the jewelers as our sons or as our daughters, you know? So because of this joking relationship, we can live in a in a very peaceful environment. It's very difficult, like, it, it's very rare to, to see, it, it's even like, easier to see a fuller fighting, fuller, but then like, not very common to see a serial fighting a fuller. These like, these are really things happening in my country, and I think um, it's really, really good. Think about Russia, they think about cold, vodka, <laughs> and that Russia is big. <laughs> 
So, okay, I will not talk about cold, I will not talk about vodka. I want to specify that when people are saying, oh, Russia is big, yeah, I know, Russia is big. And when Russians are saying, yeah, Russia is big, it's like, we mean different kind of big. Because, for example, uh, when I'm talking to people and, and they say, yeah, we know Russia is big and then it's so far and everything. And I say, well, yeah, it's far because like we have 10 or 11 time zones. Yeah. And that when I see the, this look on people's face when they're like, oh, it is so big. Well, yeah, so this is the fact that I want to share that like the time zones time zones is very are very interesting because uh i had to leave before i came to china i was living in a different part of russia like from my family i moved to another part and the difference between me and my family was five hours so when i was going to work my mom was coming back from work <laughs> and it is very interesting to manage the time and, but my favorite thing about these time zones is the New Year celebration. Because Russia celebrates New Year like 10 or 11 times. And we have like every night, like before the New Year, we see these like journalists, they will be in um, different time zones and they will be reporting like, oh, this zone is celebrating New Year already. So like we move to another zone. And this is like when I really think about it, this is what fascinates me because I understand that the longest trip by train will take you like from one part to another will take you eight or nine days. <laughs> like what? eight or nine days you really? will spend in the train, like <laughs> traveling to one part from one part, part to another. Oh, and weird. it will be still Russia. <laughs> <laughs> or my relatives, they live in a very far, far, far point. So if they take plane to come to my, like to see us, they will spend like seven hours in the plane and it will be still Russia. And like they will come at the same time they left. Like, because they will go, like, in the morning, they will spend, like, seven hours, then they will be somewhere. And, 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 the time, and they will be, like, going back in time. So, it really fascinates me when I'm thinking about it. So, I don't know. Come to visit Russia. We can go the, to this trip, <laughs> like, train trip, and spend a week in the train. <laughs> that would be interesting. Okay, fine. Well, Jordan is totally different than Russia. It's a very small country. <laughs> yeah, and it's like... Um, like for us one of the interesting thing is uh jordan and palestine like when i began i said i'm from jordan my origin is from palestine like uh these are two different countries but for us back home in jordan and in palestine we are considered being as one people so if you say you are jordanian like you are a jordanian for us and you're a palestinian and if you say you are palestinian for us you are a palestinian and a jordanian so like these two countries for us, they are as a one country place. And for borders, we just have like uh, very, uh, you just cross the borders and then you will be there in, in Palestine or you will be there in Jordan. And what is special like for the hospitality, hospitality in there, like uh, you will be very welcome to be 
going to Jordan. We have the same case, like as Barry say, like you have dinner and lunch, you see someone is crossing like along and then it'll be like, Oh, come on, let's have dinner and lunch together and then suddenly like you will be coming friends with them, like and then like next time they might be inviting you to their home or something like that. So it is like uh the hospitality issue is is very like you are being very welcomed over there and uh something nice about jordan about its weather uh like we have four seasons over there we have the summer we have winter we have autumn and we have spring and like jordan as it's a place it's very known for its uh like four seasons uh weather because it's say a one season it takes its time like it's say a couple of months and then the second season it goes and then the third and the fourth so for its uh for its weather the cold it's not that cold uh summer it's not that hot as like let's say other uh, arabian countries as saudi arabia or united emirates or something no it won't be that hot a uh, spring is is very it's very nice in these issues so like our our seasons like the weather is is very special in in jordan as like i guess as a worldwide jordan is known for its four seasons issue um so like we'll be welcoming anyone coming over jordan or even palestine <laughs> yeah okay thank you guys for coming it was a blast having you guys thank you for having us and you're amazing